Welcome to the Brilliant Mompreneurs Podcast. I'm Lonnie Jackson, your host and business coach, here to help you create flexible business strategies that can adjust with the chaos of mom life, but still propel you towards your big dreams and goals. If you are ready to double your income without doubling your to-do list and create flexible strategies that convert to income growth and leave the mom guilt behind, then you are in the right place. We are dedicated to bringing mom entrepreneurs practical business tactics and strategies, but also share the real and raw stories of what it's like to juggle business and babies. We know you have big goals for your business that will give you the freedom you dream of for your family. And we're here to support you in every stage of your business with community workshops, tutorials, and this podcast. Join us and let's be brilliant together. Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode. I am excited to dive in today because we're going to be talking all about how to treat your business like a business. And this is an important conversation because I think sometimes as moms, we get into this entrepreneur world by accident or like a hobby or a side hustle. And that's amazing and really a good, like a good way to get into this world but it's not the best way to sustain it or grow it or scale it. And I know a lot of us that are listening right now, you're thinking, I really want my business to bring impactful income. I want it to scale. I want it to grow. I have big dreams and a big vision for my business. How can I make this, this business do this for me? And one of the big game changer steps that you can do as an entrepreneur is to really treat your business like a business. And I'm going to talk about that today. How can I be sure that I'm treating my business like a business with the expectations that are clear and attainable and are going to take me to that next level? Because if we continue to treat it like it's a side hustle, hobby, this little thing that we're doing that sometimes people who don't understand what we do on the online space can diminish and minimize our impact or our business or what we do, then we're not going to really see the impact and growth that we want from it. When I was a mom blogger for so many years, a lot of people, because they didn't understand what I did, they thought I was just like, oh, you have that little blog and they would treat it like it's so small, insignificant, not really doing anything. And they had no idea the amount of time I was spending, the amount of impact I was trying to create, the money that I was making because they didn't understand it, they minimized it. And I actually was minimizing it myself too, so many times because I didn't take it seriously. And I let that dictate how I showed up in my business. And I want to keep that from happening for you. So let's talk about how we can create this momentum in our business by treating it like a business. All right. And and balancing family responsibilities and doing all the things that we do. It is a juggle. It is a juggle. Let's be honest. I'm not going to say it's not. And then suddenly you're never going to have this juggle as a mom entrepreneur. I use the word mompreneur because I think that we're never going to separate our business and our mom life. (laughs) It's always very integrated, but there are things that we can do, some mindsets that we can take as well as our actions that we're doing and the way that we're approaching business can really make a big difference. And so that's what I want to talk to you about. This is going to be a little bit more business mindset strategy focused, and I think it'll be a really good one. So I'm going to give you a list of things that we need to be doing to make sure that we're treating our business like a business and showing up and taking it seriously and setting expectations for it to prove itself with results that are on a high business level. So number one, we need to set clear goals. 
defining your long-term vision and breaking it down into small actionable goals is going to be a big step for you. If you're just like, I want to make a couple hundred dollars, that's a side business. That's a hustle. That's a hobby. You can make that a couple hundred dollars from that. If you want a business that is producing a full-time income for your family, for yourself, maybe you want to bring your husband home, maybe you want to replace your nine to five, maybe you want to provide for your family in a new, amazing way and significant way by bringing in a salary for your family, maybe you want to hire a team, whatever those goals are, you need to define that long-term vision and then break it down into smaller, actionable goals, set specific targets for revenue. So we just talked about the revenue targets for customer acquisition, business growth. This is going to give you a sense of purpose and direction. And it's going to help you make your strategic decisions along the way. So these goals And the clarity around them are going to give you that, okay, I know the direction I'm going. I know what I'm going to do next because it will take me in this direction. So many times when I talk to mom entrepreneurs, they're like, I have no idea what to do next in my business. I'm like, what is your next goal? Let's determine that. What is your long-term goal? Okay, now we can make the choices of what is the actionable goals and steps in between this. This is giving a very clear purpose and direction, and then that can help you with your strategy. Number two, we're going to be talking about a clear, structured schedule. (laughs) And I talk a lot about time as a mom entrepreneur, and that is because we have to. Time is one of our limited resources as a mom. So to really show up and treat your business like a job and establish business, you have to create a work schedule and dedicate a a lot of time each day of the week or each week or each month that you're going to solely focus on your business activities. This has to be flexible. I get that. And I understand that. And I preach that we create sustainability and flexibility, but really saying I'm going to show up for 10 hours a week. I'm going to show up for 20 hours a week. That may look different each week, but I will do this amount of time. I'm going to set this much time aside every week and focus on my business. This is going to be a really important thing because if you can do this, you can then set boundaries with your family. You can set expectations. You can communicate your schedule. You can minimize your distractions during those work hours. And this is going to ensure that you have the time that you need to make the progress you want on your goals. If we don't set these intentions and we just say, I'll do it when I get to it or do it every once in a while, we pick up our phone and we're like, oh yeah, my business. No, we need to set a clear schedule. When you um, join Empower to Profit More, one of the first things we do within this program is look at your time. And I want you to commit to what your business hours are as much as possible. Even if it's flexible hours, which is like every afternoon, I'm going to spend at least an hour every afternoon while the kids are taking a nap. I'm going to show up in my business. I'm going to stay up late three days a week in my business, working on my business after bedtime. Whatever that is, setting and allocating that dedicated time every week is going to be very important. Next, we're going to talk about developing a business plan. I know this is not sexy and fancy and fun stuff to talk about is a business plan that sounds so corporate, but there's a reason why corporations and these businesses do have a business plan is because they know what their goals are 
And then they want to develop this business plan that outlines the target market, the mission statement, your marketing strategies, the finance projections, the income projections that you could have. This is going to serve as that roadmap and direction for your business. And you're going to need to keep referencing this business plan and updating it as your business evolves. There is a reason why companies do this and it is an important part of their structure. It's because it dictates what they need to do next. And it also allows them to track their goals and it allows them to see, are we on track to scaling this the way that we want to? This is really important. So if you've not made a business plan or you're not sure how to even start, I would say the first thing you need to do is to outline your mission. What is the goals that you have for your business? Who's your target market? Do you have a marketing strategy? And what is the income growth that you're projecting over the next few years based on how many clients, how many sales you want to make each month over month? That's at its very basic core. The next step you're going to do need to do is look at delegating and outsourcing. When we're growing a business, we have to recognize that we cannot do everything by ourselves. I know we want to, and you can learn to do many things. This is my biggest downfall that I had when I first was in this online entrepreneur space is I tried to do everything myself. And so I had to learn everything and I was constantly consuming different things and different resources and trying to learn how to do these skills, which took me forever. And it was great. And I learned a lot, but I could have grown faster if I had outsourced and delegated some of these things that I just had no business learning. I didn't need to learn to code, but I did. I learned some basic coding stuff and I could have hired someone else out and used that same time I was spending all that to learn coding and WordPress and all this backend stuff. If I would have hired that out, I could have written more content and gotten more campaigns and expanded my audience. So you need to think about hiring a virtual assistant, a bookkeeper, maybe a social media manager, possibly a house cleaner. Those are all all things you can delegate and outsource. Focus on the activities that align with your strengths, the things that only you can do or that you're really good at doing. And then things that you're not so good at doing or you don't want to do, outsource them as soon as possible. Number five, invest in self-improvement. Investing in ourselves and learning about ourselves, learning new skills is a really good thing. And paying for the right things that will take you to that next level is very important. Enhance your skills and knowledge through personal and professional development. Just like the corporation world, they're constantly sending their people to get more skills, to they bring in teams that will help them learn about their personalities, how they can work better together. Those are really important things. Having a mentor, having a coach, investing in yourself helps you to become a better business owner and a better leader and a better communicator. This is a really important step to set yourself up and say, I'm a business owner and I need to be developing myself and my leadership skills, my understanding around business, my marketing skills, my sales skills, all of that, I can learn and improve and become better at, and you can too. So look for programs that are going to help develop you as a person and as a business owner. This is one of the things that I had to learn to invest in. And it it really was hard for me to swallow this pill because I put it as such, oh, that's not important, but really divesting in myself improvement 
was the game changer piece for my business to going from the inconsistent 400 to $1,000 a month to $4,000 a month consistently and doubling that income and growing my business exponentially in a short amount of time was because I was looking at my self-improvement and getting guidance and support for myself and to, to know myself better and to understand business better. So if you are at that stage where you're like, I need to do that, let's talk. Of course, I'm going to promote myself and promote Empower to Profit more because I believe in it and I know it's game changer and it's going to impact you. But there are other programs out there and I want you to go and do the research, do your due diligence and then take action on it. Okay. Very important. Number six, implement efficient systems and processes. Oh, this one is another game changer one. You can maximize your time and streamline the things that you do by implementing things like Trello, Sauna, ClickUp, repetitive tasks that are can be automated or follow a process that is going to make every time you step into this task and do to do it, you're maximizing that time because you know exactly what to do. You can get it out quickly and correctly and most efficiently. So using things like Trello and Asana, ClickUp, all of those, I love Trello, is going to be so important to growing your business and really treating it like a business is to have those systems and processes in place. And that also will allow you to scale your business. When you hire other people on, you're going to know exactly what you need them to do. And they're going to be able to step in and write and do it right away because you've already got that system set up in place. Number seven is to track and analyze your business metrics. I know numbers are not our favorite unless you're really a data nerd. You just try to avoid it. But the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. And I say data over drama to my clients sometimes who are saying things aren't working or this isn't that like, like they'll come to me and they're having anxiety about something. I say, let's look at the data and see what the data is telling us. Are you tracking things that you're doing? Are you tracking your actions? We have access to analytics with Google analytics, social media analytics, Pinterest analytics. There's all kinds of analytics we can look at, but we need to know even like your emails. What is your open rate? What is your email growth rate? Are you getting signups? Are you getting leads? Are people clicking on things? There's all kinds of data that we can analyze and know, hey, is this working? Is this not working? And we can then take action on those. The next thing is to build a strong support network. If you are not in a supportive community, you don't have a business bestie, like-minded entrepreneurs who understand the challenges you're facing, you need to join Get get involved in a local networking group of female entrepreneurs, online communities like the Brilliant Entrepreneur Society. But even ours, like this free community is good, but it doesn't give you a lot of connection and clear support. You need to create that. So come to our coffee chats. Go ask for coffee chats. Find yourself a network of people that you can join and get connected and plugged in with who are going to support you and be your cheerleaders. The last two are really important. So hang with me. Marketing your business effectively is another game changer for treating your business like a business. Developing a solid marketing strategy that you know is going to be, you're going to one, be able to show up and do it, but also create that visibility to attract new customers, to nurture your needs 
that has a defined target audience, has branding, um, a brand message, and then you're also showing up on all the channels that you want to show up on. Choose some channels that you're going to show up on over and over again that people can know that you're going to be there, that you haven't posted in April once and posted in February twice and January three times. Like I'm talking about you're going to show up consistently, sustainably, you're going to show up over and over again so that you can stand out and people will get to start to know you. And then prioritize self-care. This is another part of being a business owner. And I know this one sounds a little bit weird to add into. This is how you treated your business like a business is to prioritize self-care. But I wanted to bring this in is because you need to take care of yourself, both mentally and physically running a business and juggling a family can be very demanding. It is demanding and it's essential to prioritize yourself and make time for yourself, exercise, relaxation, and spending time with your family. Because if you take care of yourself, you're going to have the energy and the resilience to tackle the challenges that come your way. And I know that it's tempting to put ourselves on the back burner and to just go. Um, and that's why I don't like side hustle as a word, because I feel like we're always hustling on the side and never making time for our family or for ourselves. It's just, it's all bleeding over. So prioritizing yourself, making sure that you are, when we go back to that time factor, you're not just working till two in the morning every single night and thinking that you can get up with the babies and get them to school or show up for them without the mom guilt. That's how we end up with mom guilt because we are stretching ourselves too thin. So making sure you're not stretched too thin, prioritizing yourself along this journey. Because remember, as a mom entrepreneur, treating your business requires discipline, focus, and strategic thinking. And with this dedication and shift in your mindset, you can turn your passion into a thriving venture business that is bringing in massive impact to your family and giving you profit, not just in income, but in time, energy, fulfillment. Embrace these tips, put them into action, and you're going to see some game changer things starting to happen. I want to know which one of these 10 that you're going to put into action this week and start treating your business or take the next step and saying, I'm going to continue to make this business a real business because it is a real business and I'm going to treat it like it is one and I'm going to value it like it is one that is going to take care of me for a long time because I'm taking the care to put in the time and to treat it like the results that I want from it. So go take action. This one is a practical quick tip episode and I want you to just Sit with it, think about it, and what can you implement? What was the thing that stood up for out to you? Go do it this week. All right, we'll see you next week on another episode. Thanks for joining us today on the Brilliant Mompreneurs Podcast. You can get all of today's show notes at lonniejackson.com forward slash podcast. If you love today's episode, take a screenshot of your screen right now and share it on your Instagram or Facebook so your friends can come and listen too. And don't forget to tag me at Brilliant Mompreneurs so I can share the love right back to you. See you next week for another episode of the Brilliant Mompreneurs Podcast.